It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. This is The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I am Angie Taylor. Hey, Simon. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Comment ça va? I am very well. Comment ça va? Comment ça va? How are you? How are you? How are you, Simon, this evening in the Oulala studio? Eh bien, ce soir, tonight, ça va bien. Ce soir? Did you say ce soir? Ce soir. What does that mean? Tonight, this evening. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? That's, do you want to sleep with me tonight? That's what it means. I didn't know that when I was singing that as a little girl. I had no idea that I was singing that. You did not? (laughs) No. Sing it again, just for me. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Ce soir. What did? Are you checking my uh, no, I love the French? When you make sing sure I'm little, on point. When you sing a little. <laughs> no, I'm a horrible no, singer. I think you're a funny singer. Simon, I'm a horrible no, no, singer. And, no, we're going to do a duet. <laughs> no. When we come back, mm-hmm. we are going to play Date or, or dump. dump. We're going to give some advice. Should you stay with them or should you dump them? That's coming up on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our website, simonandangie.com, mm-hmm. is where you can go. Send yes. us an email if you need advice on love, dating, romance, relationships, whatever. And uh, we're going to help you out. So let's play Date or Dump. Dump. Okay, so if you have a relationship or if you're dating and you want to know whether or not you should still date this person or dump them, you're kind of on the fence, you need some advice, we got you. So let's go to this one from Katie from Seacaucus, New Jersey. She said, okay, guys, here's the deal. I told the guy that I'm dating that I love him, Mm -hmm. and he said that he's not in a place right now where he can say that he loves me back. He said that if I'm looking for a serious in-love relationship, that that's something he can't give me right now because he likes me, but he doesn't love me. I'm not sure how to handle this. I know I love him, and I want more from him, but clearly he's not ready. Should I date or dump? What do you think, Simon? Katie, I think that everybody has their rhythm. You can't force somebody to speed up. You can't force somebody to slow down. So... I think that if you feel in your intuition, if he's not on the same page than you are, then I would give him a tiny bit more time, but not too much. Yeah. Because we have to respect timing. Yeah, we do have to respect timing, and I agree. But I feel like he's being really honest with her and saying, listen, if you're looking for an in-love relationship, he's not going to give it to her. So I, I get that. if she wants to be in love, I mean, why even stay at all? I I would say to dump because it seems like he either just wants her for sex or is bored or he's just not that into her. But she's into him. She's into him. Big time. But so you can't force somebody. You can't force him. So, yeah, on the, I agree with you, Angie. It makes me sad, though. It makes me sad, too. Because I want to help her. It's so hard to unrequited love is the most painful thing in the world, especially when but, you, uh, you're the one I, that's the the one in love. Maybe maybe you just stop the ooh-la-la. So you become friends, and we'll see how long is that going to last. Because I think men, when they take you for granted, mm-hmm. and they tell you, you know, I'm not ready for that, but mm-hmm. we can still continue to do ooh-la-la, if you say yes, you're trapped. I would stop altogether. And if he misses it, yeah. what do they always say? If if it was meant to be, he'll come back. If not, then you know your answer, then right? you move on, yes. All so right. I so guess for now, we dump. Dump. All right, Angie. Okay. Sadly. <laughs> Sadly. But surely. But, you know, hopefully it'll free her up to find somebody that she can get an I love you back from that she loves. Or he'll come back and be like, I screwed up. This I do love you. Timing is the expression of chemistry, right? Yes. Because because timing is everything. Yeah, the heartbeat of the of, of a relationship. I agree with you. So all right. So good luck to you, Katie. We wish you the best and more of the rendezvous when we come back.
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, yes. I thought this was a really interesting topic that our producer Jill threw my way because I'd never heard the term radical acceptance in a relationship, in your marriage. Neither have I. Um, but this is interesting. Um, they talk about uh, annoyances having less to do with your partner. Like if your partner's annoying you, something mm-hmm. they do every mm-hmm. day, it has less to do with them and more to do with you. And you have to accept somebody no matter what. It means accepting your partner for who he or she is and accepting yourself for who you are, identifying their annoying traits and loving them anyway. It's committing to love that person despite your own hangups or your own insecurities. That doesn't mean you should accept abuse or some horrible behavior. Um, Just love that person for the good, bad, and the ugly, even when they're annoying. What do you think about that? I mean... There's some ways that they're talking about how to deal with that. And, mm-hmm. and I want to know if you are into the idea of loving somebody, good, bad, ugly, no matter what, unless, like we said, it's something horrible. Like abuse. Yeah, like well, abuse. I think all of us has a good, a bad, and ugly side. So you just can't, yeah. so you can't cut off somebody's arm and say, well, like this arm I don't like. You can't cut off the ugly side. You can ask somebody to go to therapy. You can ask somebody to do the work so they don't put on you what's not from you. Right. But I think if you love somebody, you have to love fully. Well, the yeah. good, the bad, and the ugly, and none of us are perfect, right? No, and, and we, and also remember, we are going physically to the worst, to the worst, the worst. We, so, so we have to understand that you know, if you you with somebody for fifty years, mm-hmm. obviously, physically, right, you'll be going to the worst, worst, worst. Well, never that's better. physical. Right. That's physical. But so that's also a sign. Yeah, but let's talk about all the other stuff too, and accepting fully. Can you do this? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that when we come back on the rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about radical acceptance. Yes. Radical acceptance in a relationship. I'd never heard that term before. Neither have I. But basically it means accepting your partner for who he or she is, good, bad, or ugly, unless, of course, there's abuse or like some Mm -hmm. sort of something horrible going on, and ways you can accept them. And if you can, even like the little things that bug you every day we're talking about, or maybe they're bigger things. And there's Um, always something. There's always something. That's going to bug you. Nobody's perfect, and no matter how much you love a person, there's going to be things about them that get on your nerves from time to time. Um, but but that give us an example. Okay, well, here's an example because I was reading through this, and there's something on here that my husband does that drives me crazy when we're out in public. <laughs> what is it? And it's uh, a tendency to ramble on if we're in a social setting, if we're at dinner or party with some friends or something. He'll ramble on about a story, or he'll he'll take forever to tell the story to like get to the point. And talking and talking, and it feels like he's starting to monopolize the conversation because he's taking so long. He loves to paint this big picture. My husband is an amazing storyteller. But sometimes I can see the little old man sitting across from me that's going to be telling these stories until his grandkids are blue in the face. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And there's a part of me that's like, can you just, like, wrap it up, get to the point? And I've even jumped in and told the, the end. Before. Oh my God, and Angie, so that's not mad. nice. So that's one of the things, and they're saying, you know, before you whisper to him, can you stop talking? Why? Like, why is it bothering you so much? Like, does he never let you get a word in edgewise? Or what good is pointing it, you know, pointing out somebody's flaw and saying I, you're wrong because it's self righteous in a way? I just want to add one thing. Yes. If a man would do to his wife what you did to your husband, <laughs> if you interrupt a woman telling a story, you know how that goes down? Oh, my God. I have learned to never interrupt a woman when she talks. Because no. that will really upset her. If you say the end of the story, yeah, 
If, I mean, and what does he say when you do that? He gets really irritated with it, actually. And I understand why now. Um, but there's a lot of other things on this yeah. list and a lot of ways to deal with it, like how to get through those moments yeah. and not jump in and finish a story or something True. like I True. do. <laughs> Let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie Love. Dating relationships. Our phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. So, Simon, I'd mm-hmm. never heard that this concept of radical acceptance yeah. uh, in a relationship. That basically means accepting your partner yeah. for who he or she is. I mean, the, the the small things that bug you every day and not always vocalizing when something is annoying you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of letting it go and just accepting them for who they are. Have you been in a relationship before, Simon? Oh, I have. Where somebody did something annoying all the time where you were just like, Ugh, nails? What, what, what was happening? Um, I was just this lovely woman three years ago who could not, I'm still mad about it, could not <laughs> stop you know, changing the volume of the music in the car. Really? Or the station we were listening to. Too loud? Too Too loud. So it was either too loud, not loud enough, or turn it up or turn it down. Or, or, worst ever, and I don't I don't mean that I'm going to sound terrible, she used to change the stations. Okay, so I'm listening to something. Oh, I don't like that either. And she pushes the button. Oh, I hate this, you know, that station. Oh, I hate that music. Well, but I'm listening to it. I, I, I'm still mad about it. It's a strange because I don't get you. mad often. Look at you. So you better that, not change my song when my song is on. If I'm in a mad solo right now during a Beyonce and you turn or, it, whoo! <laughs> or, or, you know, we would watch a, a movie and she would forward a scene. Forward. Forward. So yeah. we watch a DVD. Yeah. And say, you know, oh, I've already seen, or, oh, no, it's boring. Let's move forward. Right. Ah, don't touch the remote control and don't touch the buttons. My husband has a tendency to ask me a question during a pivotal dialogue dialogue scene in a show where I miss it and then I have to pause and rewind it so I can go back and I'm like he's like oh I'm sorry but he does it all I don't know why (laughs) the timing is crazy but they talk about how to accept people without constantly picking at them for what they're doing that bother you Mm -hmm. Uh, like breathe deep and stop before you react think about what you're gonna say about the pile of dirty dishes in the sink again is it about how sloppy and how unhelpful he is Um, but what are you really yelling about is it you had a bad day at work or that you're not feeling well a lot of times it's because of some other reason when you're going off on someone yeah it's a a displacement like you displace anger from something on somebody else or or the one you you love projection it's a projection it is like you had a bad day at work and suddenly that pile of dishes might not have bothered you yesterday but today they're on your last it does so you use that as an excuse to go off this is good for me because you know i like I, I'm very reactionary. I'm you, very quick. You can be quick. And I have to stop <laughs> and think. And they're saying to count to 10, because <laughs> a lot of damage can be done by a few words, but counting to 10 can maybe like make you think, relax, just even 10 seconds of what am I about to say? What kind of if fight you is can this going to cause? I applaud you because I can count to three. You can count to three? One, two, three. And then you're still mad. I'm still mad, but a bit less. (laughs) Think like an outsider. I think this is interesting. Like, if somebody was watching this conversation going on, you know, like on video, like they're watching you, like a camera, hidden camera, and they were watching... Would they think you're crazy for the way you're going off about it? Would they find those behaviors as annoying as you do? Maybe to the outside world, it seems really petty. And like, why are you starting an argument over this? I think about that because in the car, it's a place of conflict. For instance, yeah. you know, have you ever been with Jason and, and you think it drives, it drives too slow or too fast? Oh, my. Simon, you're going <laughs> right? to make my blood boil just talking. 
My husband, God bless him, does, has no sense of direction, is always going left when he's supposed to be going right. See? It's, he so drives me nuts when he drives, and I'm really like a super offensive, like I'm, I'm a driver that knows where I'm going, I know where I'm, you know, all yeah, these yeah, things, yeah. and so I get super irritated. You know, you're not the only one. I'm in the same situation when I'm some dating, and, and I, I know where I'm going, I'm very mm -hmm. organized, mm -hmm. and or I just la hate when people say, Take, do take a right, take a left, and I have my own way right. to go somewhere. Right. Ah, please. Oh, I, backseat you know, driver. Oh, I should, backseat should, driver. I can't take it. It, it. Well, a lot of that is about control and letting go right. of some control, which is very, very hard to do. Uh, we have somebody that wants to talk about this. When we come back, the radical acceptance idea. Is mm -hmm. it possible? Not sure about that for me and Simon, but maybe for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we were talking about this whole idea of radical acceptance, Simon, mm -hmm. in a relationship. Things that drive you crazy about your partner, you just got to sometimes let him go. Yep. You got to let him go. That's it. As hard as it is and love somebody, flaws and all. Um, we're talking about things that drive you crazy uh, that are hard to accept. So we're taking calls on this, too. Let's go to the phones right now. From Black Oak, Indiana, we have Jolene on the line. Hi, Jolene. Hi, how are you guys Hi. doing? Bonjour, We're doing good. good. <laughs> Bonjour. Bonjour. Um, so I love my husband, and I love the concept of of radical acceptance. It's a hard one. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I love the idea of it. And the problem I have may sound silly, but if something drives you crazy, it just drives you crazy. Right. My husband refuses to park anywhere but the closest park parking spot that he can find. He will drive around oh. the parking lot no matter how big or small. Oh my god. So you like spend like two minutes. hours. That yes. That is funny. That is really funny. It's not a lazy thing. We we both work out. We're fit. We're fit family. We're pretty healthy in my It's opinion. a game. It's a game for it's, him. Like he's trying to find the closest it one. I it's a game. No, it's a game for him. He's like, I bet I can find a better one. I bet I can find a better one. You know what you do, Jolene? Next time you're in the car together and you got to be somewhere, say, you know what? Drop me at the door and you ride around in this parking lot for hours. I'll be inside. I'll see you when you get in. Don't play the game with him because you don't want to play that game and you're just going to get frustrated. So just be like, hey, babe, let me out here. You go play your little car game and I'll make sure they know Although, that we're here for our reservation. Angie, we all have our obsessions, not to defend him. Right. But, Jolene, we all have our own obsessions. Yeah. That some people have that. I have others, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's his that thing. super clean. But that's so not, you have to respect that. It's, it's his thing, but it's not her thing. So she doesn't have to participate. Jolene, good luck driving in circles with your husband, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Jolene. Bonne Th chance. Thanks so much for calling. And thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. More when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our website is simonandangie.com. If you have a question, you need some advice about love, dating, relationships, romance. Yes. Simon Marcel. At your service. Yes. And we do have an email right now. So yeah. let's go to that for Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonjour. From Washington, D.C. Angelica says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Angelica. I like that name. Oh, Angelica. I like yeah. how you say Angelica. it. Angelica. Uh, I'm engaged. I told my fiance I don't want to change my last name when we get married because I like my name mm -hmm. and he is real upset about it. He said it's important to him and his family for his wife to have his name. He thinks maybe we need to rethink getting married since our values are so different. I wasn't expecting that at all. He's basically saying I need to take his name or call off the wedding and I'm not sure 
what to do. His family sounds like they're super into it. She's not into it. What would you advise her to do in this situation, Simon? I mean, she loves her name. Maybe, um, you know, she wants to keep that part of her identity. He feels like it's maybe a, a traditional thing or I don't know what it is, but what would you say? Angelica, the most important uh, sentence you wrote to us is when he said to you that he thinks maybe we need to rethink getting married since our values are so different. So he's not ready to marry you. I agree. I think it was a very big overreaction on his part to, because, to go that far. Because I think he's using this to not get married. I think so, too, because it's such a easy fix. Like, yes, of it's course. A, it is. Everything is a compromise, and he's not even willing to compromise. He's looking for a reason. You compare the amount of true love, mm-hmm. and then you compare the, the last name, and you wonder what's more important, to right. find true love and find a family or, or, or this last name question. So I just think use that. So uh, a red flag. A red flag that mm-hmm. I don't think he's uh, sharing you values, but I don't think he's willing to marry you. Mm, I agree. Unfortunately, I agree, Angelica. It sounds not yeah. good. Um, but I'm we sorry. wish you all the best for sure. Yes, absolutely. And and thanks you for... You know, and better be free and happy alone than unhappy, crying, married with exactly. a man who doesn't share your values. Right. He might have done you a favor. Get out before the marriage. That's what I think. You yeah. know? We don't I, want to be lost in translation. Exactly. I agree with you, Simon. Thanks so much for your email. More when we come back. Hello, bonjour. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir, Simon. So we were just uh, doing a bonjour, Simon Marcel, an mm-hmm. email mm-hmm. Uh, from a woman who's engaged and said that her soon-to-be husband is demanding she change her last name. She wants to keep her original last name, her maiden She wants to keep that as her last name. He's insisting that she change it or call off the wedding, which is so extreme. And uh, it's, fr- so, it's, so it's interesting because um, in France... Yes. Uh, what do they do in France? Or what did they do when you lived there? <laughs> yeah, or even until recent. I think that um, because of children, French women who want to have kids with their husband like to have the name of their husband so everybody has one same name. Mm-hmm. The feminist, my mother, is one of them too. My mother gave up her father's name. It oh. was very difficult to do, so she gave up. She didn't want his name. She she, she kept she, her own name. No, 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 no. My mother gave up. Her father's name, my grandfather's okay. name, to become the the name of my father, but okay. at great price because she says it suffered. But then she said she was happy because we all had the same last name. Right. You know, so as this argument in France is still the old school come from monarchy, you marry and you take proudly the name. It also, when you have children, if you have all the same names, it's easier. Uh, what's worst is when sometimes kid have their mother's name only and not their father's because Mm -hmm. kids in school say oh where's your father's this that so the old school always been you know i'm going to take to take your father's name or the husband's name yes well you know old school too i think that's a lot of the reason that women don't want to take names anymore is because there was an ownership value yeah um it it, you know you were respect that yeah you you were your father's and now he you belong to your husband and now you're part you know your property yeah um and so women you know as as time has gone on don't want it that way i took my husband's name i'm a little bit of a traditionalist Mm -hmm. in the in the i like the romantic nature of it um and plus my daughter had her father's name anyway so it's not like we were sharing a name i was never married to her father so i was happy to take his name um, but I do understand how some women, and I know I've Me had too. friends who have kept, you know, their maiden name because their father has passed, and they don't want to lose that name. They feel like they're losing a part of him. But at this stage of my life, I would I wouldn't mind anymore. 
You wouldn't mind. If I found true love. You if wouldn't you demand my... that she become Marcel. I would prefer, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I don't mind anymore. I think true love is more important than last names. I think true love is more important than tradition. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's in the here and now we're living. Not in yesterday and we're not there tomorrow. So if I fall in love and it's the woman of my life, if she doesn't want to take my name, it's fine. What if she doesn't want to wear a ring? Would that be concerning to you? What if she says, I don't want your last name and I don't want to wear a ring. I am not owned. I don't, I'm don't. i not property. It's, it's all good to me. It's all, all good. Ha- come home, baby. Ooh. It's all about coming home tonight. That's what matters. As long as they're honest and true and with you. Yeah, listen, you because, and- because I'm not perfect. I don't, I don't work by the book. I, I think that's the mistake so many people do. You have to have this, this, this. If you're in love, you're in love. Right. So don't cheat on me. Don't disrespect me. Don't dishonor me. Don't you know humiliate me. You I know? think it's hard enough in so life. That's, that's that's good enough for me. Uh, yeah, because it's so hard to find love as it is, and now you're putting all these I've stipulations and things on it. Angie, yeah. I really changed my mind over the last ten years about all those things. I was very it, traditionalist. Yeah. Now I don't care anymore. So you would have demanded before that. Oh, she it would have been a it would have been a deal breaker. You get and that then, name and you put that ring on it and you better wear a t-shirt with my face on it when you go out in public. I mean, my father doesn't <laughs> wear a ring, for instance. So right. for us, my mom, mom don't care. My family is so easy going with all that. You That's know, awesome. So easy going. Now, my father would be very upset if I got married and my wife would not take my last name because we're so proud. It's a proud of, family. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't care anymore. I got 40 years left to live and I enjoy to, to enjoy them fully. Yes. You know, so don't let a ring, don't let a last name ruin true love. Or oh. there is no true love. You know, I can't wait until you find your true love because she is the luckiest girl. You are so light I and breezy. So, and Angie. you know, We're working on it. We are working on it, and it's <laughs> going to happen. I, I know she's out there. She's just around the corner, I'm sure, and I can't maybe wait. Maybe she's listening. And she's lucky. Yes, maybe she's listening. Maybe Imagine she's listening. that. All right, we have more of The Rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were talking earlier uh, with a woman who said that she doesn't want to change her last name when she gets married. Yeah. Um, I think it was an email, actually. And her fiancé is saying, that's a deal breaker. If you don't change it, you might as well cancel the wedding, which is so crazy extreme. Yeah, I agree. Um, But I know this can be a point of contention for some couples. There's a lot of rules, old school rules. or Traditions. Yeah, traditions, families. So let's go to the phones and talk about this with Tasha from Newcastle, Delaware. Hey, Tasha. Did you have one of these issues about changing your last name or your husband or something? Totally, yeah. When I I first heard this um, email, I was like, that is ridiculous. I mean, it just seems so shallow. I mean, Shakespeare said, what's in the name, right? What's so I say it's a name, and I say l'amour est l'amour. Love is love. It shouldn't make any difference. Oh, oh l'amour, oui, c'est l'amour. Oui, je parle un petit peu de français. Oh, <laughs> marvelous. Tasha, Tasha speaking your language. anything about love or anything. I mean, my husband changed his last name to my last name. Oh, that's good. Wow. That's, because right? that's why did you Why did you want to hang on to yours, and why did he change his? Well, he wanted to change his because, quite frankly, he he never really got along with his family. There are a lot of family issues, and he just mm. simply didn't want to carry that name on. And right on. I love my name, and he loved my name, so it was kind of like a perfect match. Perfect. There we go. See, it's yeah. in, like Simon said, you know, a name is a name. Like you said, a name is a name. And Absolutely. in the grand scheme of your guys' life, that's not your marriage. That's not your relationship. That's some letters, that, you know? That's it. True okay, love it is, sounds is... like he's got some other issues going on besides... Changing yeah. a name. 
Agree. Agree. Yeah, Thank true. you, Tasha, for your call and your perspective on that. I We totally agree with you here. So oui. thanks for listening to Merci and Simon. Beaucoup. Love you Merci. guys. Merci beaucoup. Au revoir. Love you too, Je Simon. Je vous en prie. <laughs> Simon can't wait to get in bed with you as well. Oh, let's not. Let's, he's married, Angie. Don't tell my husband. No, exactly. We'll keep it here. Uh, thanks for calling, Tasha, and thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. More when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, I was just telling you, I can't wait until you find the love of your life. Me too, Angie. I'm looking for that true love. I know you're looking, and I know you've looked online. Yes. Um, and so let's talk about some of the physical. Tr- now, we're talking physical only, so mm. we're going to be superficial. And we're going to talk about what we like, what turns, like what, what gets the ooh la la, all you know, excited inside of us. So mm-hmm. when you're looking online, obviously the only thing you see is the physical. You mm-hmm. don't know this person, mm-hmm. so you're what you're, what turns you on. So they examine the dating habits of a whole bunch of people online, what they are into, um, how they compare around the world, and all of these things. And the findings differ between men and women for what they want mm-hmm, physically mm-hmm. uh for men who love women there are traits that they desire the most there's four of them so you tell me if these get your engine revved up yes, simon I'm all ears. Uh, number one the women are not too tall and not too short women who are between five three and five seven are the most desirable sexy uh and sexy that means jill and i our producer are out because we're over five seven simon what do you think is height a big deal when a when it comes to a woman no, do you no, have no. a preference no, no, I don't have a preference. No preference. I've dated very tall women, very petite women, love yeah. the same. No, I okay. don't care. All right, number two. And I'm 6'2". Oh, that's very sexy. Uh, number two, they have brown hair. Contrary to popular belief that blondes have all the fun, it seems like 34% would engage with brunettes. Um, so do you prefer a brunette? No, no, blonde, or, brunette, red hair. You're like the United Nations of no, dating. No, so far, you're no, like, I got to tell you the truth. No, yeah, no, I love that. Like a look, no. Yeah, no. you can't be too particular, I think. Then you miss out on a lot of good people. But there are more, and I want to talk more okay, about yes. what men find the most desirable in a woman when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we're talking about physical traits, mm-hmm. and we're being just superficial here. Keeping it real about the superficial, the outside (laughs) that men find most desirable in a woman. This is according to a study of people who have dated online, the things they look for the most. So we already said uh, between 5'3 and 5'7, men want their women. Uh, Another one was that they have brown hair, Mm -hmm. surprisingly. Uh, Number three, they have an average body. Uh, Not really sure what average entails, but 40% prefer women with an average body. So you don't have to be... Uh, like Kim Kardashian or a supermodel or, you know, not too big, not too small, basically, I guess. Mm -hmm, Something mm -hmm. in between. And then number four, they have brown eyes. A whopping 52% uh, will go after the brown-eyed woman on the online dating. I mean, those are the stats. To me, this doesn't make any sense. Because do you feel any attraction to a color of an eye i don't it's the person no i think no i mean i look at the whole face not just like one particular it's, thing or the whole body or the whole everything exactly i mean really you know love go yes with the eyes and then quickly to the uh to the heart and then end up in the brain but we're so, talking just physical but physically yes yeah. but i don't think you i don't know anyone thing. angie any, do you have any friend and as a woman let me ask you those questions then okay let's okay. reverse it okay All right. now. Okay. okay so uh physical let's talk about size 
Size. The size matters, but the size of, you know, the heights. Oh, the height. Oh, that's okay, what I height. meant. Okay, okay. Okay, so height matters, yes uh, or no? Um, As long as they're not way shorter than me. My husband is maybe an inch taller, if he's lucky, than I am. Um, I've usually dated guys my height or taller. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what it is about much shorter. I've dated a couple inches shorter, but not much. I mean, I'm 5'8", so I'm on the taller side for a yeah, woman. Yeah, But... I prefer a taller man. I don't know why. Okay. Um, muscular, slim, slender, or relaxed? Athletic. Athletic. Fit. You know what? It, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to have David Beckham's fitness or, you know, a bodybuilder. I just want you to be fit. How about that? Fit. Fair enough. Because that says a lot about your lifestyle, too, I think. So, body style. Hairy, no hair. <laughs> Uh, what kind of buddy well, hair? Well, listen, I date a bald Italian man, so he's hairy and he's not hairy, if you know what I'm saying. Like, he's like <laughs> hairy, like arms, you know, like chest, but then he, no hair can grow on the head. So it to me, the hair thing has never been an issue. I know some people would never date a bald man. I, I, I guess when I thought about it when I was single, I probably never would have gone for a bald man, but I fell in love with a bald man. But yeah. Angie, small hand, big hands. Big hands. Or How about average very hands. small hands? No, very small hands. Small no. fingers. No, no small <laughs> hands, no small fingers. That's a deal breaker. Ah, eh? uh, I don't know. How like, about how about a man who if we're talking a lot? just physical sweats a lot? Are we talking about in bed or just uh, all in day? In general, mm. that can be fixed. Why though. are you so sweaty though? Yeah, you can you can fix that. With injection. You can fix it with injections, and yeah, I know somebody. I've worked with somebody that gets the injections for the sweating. Yeah, I've got a mind too. It's crazy because when I think back at my dating, my long illustrious <laughs> dating history uh, before I was married, if I think about the guys I've dated, no two look alike. I don't know that I ever had a type. You know, I don't know that I was ever in need of a certain. Thing. They're all different. I was always after what was inside and uh, the confidence and, and, the, and, the, no. and the brains. But if we're talking just aesthetic, that's hard. How about an accent? Accents are sexy. Are you talking like a French accent maybe? Any accent. Do you think an accent will make you feel like it's more foreign? Because I, I feel not... like he's more worldly, more educated, more cultured. Fair enough. Let's talk about fashion. Oh, I love it. I love give, it. Give me the, okay, give me the deal breaker. I love a guy that dresses you like well. A, okay, what about a guy? How much does it matter if a guy is great guy, dressed like a slob, has no style, mm. and wear flip-flops all day long all year no. long? No, flip-flops? You just said, <laughs> no. No, that's, no. That is a hard limit, the flip-flops. You can't take it. I don't want to see your big old hairy feet <laughs> or nasty feet. I don't, I'm not a, I don't like feet. I don't want to see them. So no feet. No, no That's feet. a deal-breaker, right? Flip-flops are a deal-breaker. Have you noticed in Paris that the Parisians are just like you? No one wears flip-flops in town. No ugh, one ugh. or even barely tennis shoes. No, no, no. flip-flops. Sneakers Lately, I don't Lately, I think yeah. young people wearing flip-flops all the time. Oh, no, forget it, forget it, forget it. I'm not a fan at all. But, hey. Um, listen, we all have our taste. Everybody's different. And that was just aesthetic. But we all know it's what's inside. I have all of it. It's what's inside. And it's what's down there. No, it's what's inside really is what's important. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 More yeah, yeah. of the rendezvous when we come back.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's been an amazing evening. Magical, I would say, Simon. Yeah, I would say too. Magical evening. One of our magic nights <laughs> here the, on the Ula La Studio. That's right. We talked a lot about marriage and, uh, you know, what you will put up with, what you won't put up with. And you had a great Simon Says tonight. Yeah, we're putting what's acceptable and not. And I said, don't let a ring or even the last name ruin true love. Meaning, if you're going to fight to change your last name, if you're going to fight whether he or she, he will wear a ring or not. I mean, really, is that more important than true love and finding your mate and having a family? I don't think so. So don't let a last name problem or ring ruin your true love. There's just little details in the in the grand scheme so. of it all. They're you just know, details. Exactly, in that short lives of ours. Yes, exactly. So true love is hard to come by. You take it where you can get it and... Stop with all the details. I agree with you, Simon. Thank you, hey, Angie. By the way, let's make sure we get everybody to go on our website, simonandangie.com. We have videos. Um, what's in your bag? What's in my big, humongous bag? I have enough things in my bag to sustain a small village of people uh, for at least a month. There's a little bit of everything in there. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. So you can go check that out. Everything's on the website. Send us an email. And thank you for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.